You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys on a Wednesday. Okay, so <laughs> we were looking up uh, the 2014 South Carolina baseball team, as well as Rico trying to find his buddy. My friend. Uh, who shout, caught- out to, shout out to Dominique Hawkins, my guy. <laughs> If anybody who, knows who him, caught, great who, guy. Who caught Jackie Bradley Jr.'s ball when he threw it into the stadium, or stands, at the end of the... What, 2011. It would have been 2011, because it would have been the first year. Because So South Carolina, they beat US or UCLA in the final year of Rosenblatt, and then beat... Florida. I don't remember who it was. Um, I don't remember who it was in 2011, but they won the won the last title at Rosenblatt, Rosenblatt and the and first the title at TD Ameritrade. Um, but okay, so here we go. We have a we have a video of Dominique Rico's buddy um, being interviewed about catching the the final out at his house the next morning. Here, Look, Dom, I love you, my guy, <laughs> but this is hilarious. Last night, I just went to sleep thinking, "Oh, this is a good ball." I woke up today from a call from NCAA saying they want the ball back in the Hall of Fame. So I'm like, no, nah, bro, you can't do that. I mean, I want to keep it. And then I got a phone call today uh, um, saying that uh, Keith Bradley Jr. wants the ball back. Yeah, so I don't know about all that. Hey, he going to be famous anyway. You're going to the MLB. Let me have a little uh, prize piece. They really want this ball, but ain't nobody getting it. You're going to be famous anyway. You go to the MLB. That's my guy. Watch, you just yo, let me have a little bit yo, of a prize piece. Dom, I love you, my guy, but that was hilarious. <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, shout really out to... They really want this ball back. They know you're going to get it. I woke it. up to a call from the NCAA. I want the ball uh, back for the Hall of Fame. Nah, dog. That's my dude. <laughs> so, anyway. One of, the, um, one of the fastest dudes I've ever met. <laughs> so, there you go. There's... Rico's buddy Dominique. We're still waiting on the text back from him. Uh, he's not going to text. On, he's not going to text Rico. If anybody back. listening knows Dominique Hawkins, <laughs> text him and tell him to respond to my to, message to, on Facebook. Because <laughs> I lost his number when on, I got a new phone on Facebook. So uh, tell him to respond on Facebook. I Messenger. lost his number when I got a new phone. It okay. Happens. Okay. It does make that does happen. Okay. Let's let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk about Nebraska and. Opening up the idea to alcohol sales in Pinnacle Bank Arena. Now, this is a very touchy subject for a lot of folks, mm-hmm. but now there the Board of Regents is going to vote on Friday to officially allow the alcohol sale in Pinnacle Bank Arena for Nebraska men's and basketball or men's and women's basketball games. Now, we've always said it; it's always great to revisit this conversation. Memorial Stadium is is, is down the road. It's down the road, obviously, because yeah. the taps are not in in you know already installed. Major renovations would be needed. Yeah, and um, as we have an unnamed texter, angry, angry Rams guy says, "Don't leave us hanging." Did he give the ball back? I want to say he did, but I don't remember. Okay, that's what we're we're looking for. It we're on it. So we're trying to figure that out. I asked him what he got for giving it back, so I'm waiting for him to say I didn't. I didn't give or it telling <laughs> me what he got. <laughs> I hope he has a picture of it. Um, but either way, we we know Memorial Stadium's down the road. P- PBA and at Haymarket Park 
are um, they, they already have the taps installed, so it makes it easy. They're, they're installed, just more concession stands will be open uh, because a lot of times at Nebraska basketball games, not all concession stands are open mm-hmm. because a lot of them mainly just sell alcohol um, and, and other drinks, obviously. But now, if they pass this you know, vote or whatever they have on Friday, which I, I, I feel pretty confident about. I think they will. Like, do we have a reason not to feel confident about no, not this? Not really. I mean, you, you've seen it's been at concerts, and and the amount of success that PBA has drawn with selling alcohol at concerts, and there have been no incidences. Um, Haymarket uh, there's Park, always incidences. Haymarket Park does Incidents. it for the Salt Dogs, and the, yeah. it's fine. Like, I don't, I don't see why you know basketball and baseball wouldn't be able to do it, and and you know have. They that the reason that they have major problems is because it's Husker baseball and Husker mm-hmm. basketball. I yeah, you have, you put I the label of it. You put the label of a collegiate athlete or a uh, sport uh, with with selling alcohol, and then you have a couple more hoops yeah. to jump through. Kidoba guy says you don't need draft beer at Memorial Stadium. All you have to do is sell those Bush Light cans that look like corn. It's corn. Then you run out real fast. Yeah, because Garth Brooks, you ran out real quick. You, and those were those were tall. Those were tall boys because yeah. they were. Four twenty-five or Jake had twenty-five. They were twenty-five ounce beers, right? And he felt fine. And he felt fine. Ray so, says it's one way to get rid of the nicest fans in college sports talk. I don't think it. I think you'll be fine. You'll still have nice fans, and you'll still have jerk fans. Yeah. Look, if 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 drinking two or three beers turns you into a jerk, then maybe you shouldn't be drinking beers. Oh, drumstick with an interesting point. Please, no alcohol at Memorial Stadium. Nothing worse than smelling booze breath all game packed in like sardines. Do you, that do you is, not? That, that's a, that's a very, that's one that I did not think about. But you also have hot dog breath. Hot dog breath. What's worse, hot dog breath or booze breath? Oh, hot. Mm. Poll question. This is a poll a great, question. That's a great question. That's a that's a that's a great great poll question. All right, Twitter. Go over to my Twitter, yeah. Nick underscore Sainert. Uh, by the way, Joey Pancake does have a Twitter account if you want to follow him. Good for him. Um, okay, so we're gonna go poll question. Hot dog breath. Or booze breath, and so um, what is worse? Unnamed text says I was at the Garth Brooks concert and honestly never smelled alcohol. I I did not either. I mean, look if the person next to you was drinking like a sink, mm-hmm. then uh, then you might smell alcohol on their breath. But I don't know. Plus, the lines are going to be so long. I don't think you're going to get enough alcohol for somebody to get that intoxicated. That's what you say now, unless they drink before they go in and then while they're there. All right, so um, poll question is up. With the vote coming on Friday, what's worse, hot dog breath or booze breath? Uh, we'll la- we'll let it last for an, a day. We'll re we'll we'll uh, give the final thoughts tomorrow. Oh, that's um, a great question from unnamed texture. Do you know how much they made off alcohol sales for the Big Ten wrestling tournament that was at PBA? I don't. I don't. But that could go into the discussion for selling alcohol at PBA for basketball games if they were mm-hmm. successful. I. I I heard that it was pretty good. I don't know the exact numbers, but from from what we've heard is is they did a really good job and they were really proud of the fans that were there that there were no incidences. Yeah. That that's interesting. I, I don't know how much they sold um at at the wrestling. I forgot that they had it at the wrestling, I did but too. It, it also that was their oh, somebody Scott says $350,000 of gross Ooh. of gross income. Ooh. That that that's that's something we can get behind. That is pretty decent that's, numbers. That's something that somebody has to uh, pay out. The university has to pay out for a seven and a half million dollar buyout. 
you know, they now, like the 350 grand. Now imagine in a that weekend, obviously, over the course of multiple games for men's and women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, so that that's going to be coming. The official vote is, like I said, is on Friday. Um, Hizzlebear. Don't. Mm, yeah, we can't we can't say that one. But I mean, creative minds, I suppose. Yeah, good job. Um, once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Uh, you can vote on the poll question. Nick underscore Sainert. Uh, with the vote coming on Friday, what's worse, hot dog breath or booze breath? And so far, all four votes have hot dog breath. <laughs> so hot dog breath is up four to zero right now. Um, okay, unnamed texter with an. Uh, let's talk facts. They say, in what current college football stadium that serves alcohol is there ongoing issues of intoxication? We went to Minnesota, and the fans are just fine. Once you start selling, it's not as big of a deal. Bingo. I think once fans get used to it, mm-hmm. it's not as big of a deal. Number two, Iowa, I know, is also another place that does it. They sell beer and wine. Um, and you, wine. Yeah, and wine, if you're if you're one of those people. Fancy. Um, and Utah also because they because Utah has they they made a renovation to their stadium that there's a concourse and this is what I this is something I've pitched to Memorial Stadium as a possibility. You want major renovation. Major renovation. <laughs> major renovation. Um and, and like once again the the realisticness about it is is not you know accurate but if Nebraska wanted to make it make a designated area for where people can drink alcohol, mm-hmm. right? Or there's only one, you know, place or one or two places in the stadium that sell alcohol. You could make people congregate on a concourse or in a gathering area that don't necessarily have seats. You have plenty of of garbage cans if people drink too much. Um, you have plenty of garbage cans to eliminate waste. Like, here's the deal. Um, there it's the, the stadium's going to be trash no matter what. There's going to be drunk people no matter what. And if you add $350,000 worth of revenue per game or or even on the lower side, 100 grand per game at at Husker women's basketball or men's basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe less at women's basketball because normally the the time the the age of the audience is is a little older yeah. at women's basketball games. But if you can add, you know, 50 to 100 grand per game of revenue, that's not that's something that you're going to be be willing to take the risk on uh for for maybe a little bit more of a mess at mm-hmm. at a, at, a, at an event. And again, this isn't happening at Memorial Stadium anytime soon. So mm-hmm. on, honestly, if they don't do it at Memorial Stadium, whatever, but doing it at PBA and doing it at Haymarket just makes sense. You have the taps already. It's it's, you know, it's just an event that, you know, Drinking beers is not going to – nobody's going to get completely wasted at a basketball or yeah. a baseball game. I mean, somebody might get wasted. Maybe you will. Game. That's the thing, though. Like but baseball, look, there's, there's, there's here's people the thing. like that everywhere. There's promo- you can have promotional nights now at Husker, Husker Baseball if, mm-hmm. if they end up – so, once again, the vote on Friday is just for Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's not for um, Haymarket Park or Hawks Field. But we know that when Nebraska – or, excuse me, they have the taps already installed for Salt Dogs mm-hmm. – and another thing is that that just gives you another opportunity to run promotions. Like you talk about fan experience there, and, and we always when we talk about Husker football and filling seats, we talk about fan experience. But also in baseball, like baseball had a major drop off this last year on you know what what was the expectation? They won the Big Ten title two years ago, and then they completely fell off, mm-hmm. and, and had a pretty disappointing season this last year. And figuring out a way to get fans through the door 
they are able to I mean you can you can use alcohol or two dollar tall boy night as a promotion. Let's get to the phone call or phone line, four oh two four six four five six eight five. Brian T's been waiting patiently. Brian T, what's up, man? Happy Wednesday. Uh, happy Wednesday to you. I just wanted to say on the whole alcohol sales and stuff, and yeah, since that's part of my job when I'm down there is kicking people out when they're overserved. <laughs> most of the problem we have at the arena are the people that just come in hammered mm. and then just keep going. And the nice thing about basketball, since most of the games are in the evening, most people don't have a lot of time to just get sloshed before they get there. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing if they ever sell beer at Memorial Stadium. The people we have problems with are the ones that start at seven o'clock the night before a game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's a really good beer, point. I don't think would really change that too much there either. That, that's a really good point. Appreciate the phone Thanks, call, Brian. Brian. Um, that, that's a really good point. Like I said, As, the lines I, are going to be disgustingly long, so nobody's going to have a chance to get you know eight beers yeah you'll be able to walk away with two it's normally two per person is the limit yeah um but Unless like you're unnamed, willing to miss half the game unnamed texter here says why do we need alcohol at a family event drink at home or at a bar no need for alcohol at events i think from this is where collegiate athletics are switching more from fan family events to a, a business right because I mean, you can obviously, still be a family event with alcohol. Obviously, you you want to keep it a family atmosphere, and I think you do. Um, I think there's there's still a way to protect that family atmosphere. However, money is going to be the main driver in all of this. Mm-hmm. And how do you get fans through the door? Fan experience, improving fan experience, and filling, finding out, a, figuring out a way to put butts in seats. And if out if adding alcohol to a men's basketball program or that that you know has been struggling as of you know the last ten years, if that little boost is going to now maybe it's not for you and maybe it's reaching a small population, but if you get an extra thousand people at an arena that that are going on a on a Saturday night for a Nebraska Purdue basketball game that Nebraska probably doesn't have a big shot chance of winning, but hey. It's it's more of a social event than hey, Nebraska is able to make more money off of it, mm-hmm. and that's the main driver. As much as we don't like to uh, you know acknowledge that, money is the main driver, and college athletics is turning into more and more of a business every single day, and less of a family of you know focused event, and and that's just how it is. But not to say that there are other ways that you know the university or the way that um, like the PR people that orchestrate the events and the games that they have going on during the game during commercial timeouts can't be focused on making it a family atmosphere as well mm-hmm. if it, that makes sense it'll, it'll stay a family atmosphere i think so too the booze isn't going to change it into a family atmosphere somebody mentioned you know it's going to change it from a family atmosphere to more nfl because there's brawls and puke and and all kinds of shenanigans going on in the stands at nfl games i'm like look the NFL games are still family events. Fa- people still mm-hmm. take their families to NFL games. People still take their families to NBA, NHL. Like Families are still going to all of these events. Alcohol is just something where you can go if you're not with your family, if you're going with one other person, if you're going with your with all of your friends, and you get a couple beers, or you get a couple drinks there, and then mm-hmm. after whatever sport event you're watching, you head out to the bars afterwards or, or whatever. I mean, it's it, you use it as sort of like a pregame. That, I was, I was going to say, that that's an interesting way to look at it because you're able to um, – yeah, exactly. There's brawls there's at t-ball, t-ball games. There's brawls at t-ball games, somebody said. Yeah. I, I was caught off guard. 
but it also helps out the, and I hate to sound like this, it helps out the local economy. It's good for everyone. Helps Hurts everyone. everyone. Hurts nobody. <laughs> we got to find that sounder. We really do. Um, but anyway, so like it helps local economy because now Nebraska and Lincoln specifically right next to Pinnacle Bank Arena has an area in the rail yard that will now benefit from this. They'll be able to stay open, or they'll, they'll stay open later, obviously, during Husker basketball games. And now Husker fans, if they're a little buzzed, and let's say Nebraska gets a big win against Purdue, they can keep that buzz going at wherever you want to go, whether it's Gate 25, whether it's the Rail Yard, whether it's Hero 88, you get to uh, keep it going. So um, once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman Tech Sign, both those open for you guys. We'll go ahead and take a break. Maybe we'll do a couple of the buyer-sell questions with, with Nathan and Strick when they come in. Yeah, let's try it. Um, but either way, we'll have the crossover with those two coming up in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Happy Hour on The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.